Every year, Americans spend billions on weight loss. We're always looking for that magic bullet that'll take care of weight loss issues easily and quickly. And this leads many to have yo-yo diet problems with their weight and never really achieve long-term success. Moving away from that diet mentality and focusing on a moderate, healthy lifestyle can really help to break this cycle. This is Christiana Care's podcast series. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're talking about the diet mentality versus a healthy lifestyle. Our speaker represents Christiana Care's Weight Management, a program that uses healthcare experts, such as dietitians, exercise and behavioral specialists, to help people lose weight and keep it off. Joining me is Gabrielle Marlowe. She's a clinical dietitian with Christiana Care. Gabrielle, it's a pleasure to have you join us today, and what a great topic. Please explain a little bit for the listeners. What is the diet mentality? So diet mentality is really something that many, or I could probably say most of us, have sort of grown up with and sort of grown into to the point that we don't even really recognize it. So some of this, that there's only one right body type and people are all sort of striving to, to be the same and look the same when really it's not realistic for the majority of people. The diet mentality, I think, gives us a lot of ammunition for sort of making ourselves wrong about the foods that maybe we, we prefer, we like, we want. Also, the diet mentality sort of makes foods good or bad. And then along with that, we tend to make ourselves good or bad, you know, depending on how we're doing with whatever our latest perception of the right diet is. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And so many people have this issue, Gabrielle. So as we're talking about this diet mentality, which some people have, you know, they think breakfast is bad for them, or I can't have certain things. They've really skewed the relationship to food and looking, as you said, at good and bad foods. Tell us a little bit about the difference with a healthy lifestyle and how these two compare and contrast really for us to get the best results. More of a healthy lifestyle approach. I think it's taking a step back from uh, what is good or bad based on the latest book or the latest diet fad, and really having us turn back into how do we feel? How do particular foods make us feel? What is our body telling us that it needs if we are hungry in the morning, but we have some sort of idea from the latest fad that we shouldn't have breakfast? Well, we're really just sort of not treating ourselves very well by not responding to what our body is telling us. And I really think with this diet mentality sort of pulling us away from what our body is telling us. Some people just don't even remember the last time they felt hungry, maybe because they weren't tuning into it. They don't necessarily know what it feels like just to be satisfied with a meal. You know, our tendency is to go sort of all or nothing. So we tend to either we're on the diet or we're kind of overdoing it with foods. So healthy lifestyle is really, a, I'm going to say, a calmer, more comfortable approach. And really, it gets you to, to tune in a little bit more to what your body needs, what it is telling you. I think with a, a healthy lifestyle, people can really learn to enjoy some, some very healthy foods. But also, we're not you know, telling people to eliminate entire food groups. We're just sort of talking about moderation 
and what is just a, a more comfortable lifestyle. Well, I think the biggest question people have then, Gabrielle, is how do we break that cycle and start looking at foods as healthy instead of dieting? Because this is something people struggle with. How can we break that cycle? What's the first step? That's a good question. So I think just, you know, again, realizing that we are living within this diet mentality because I I really see it as something that we don't even necessarily recognize. Like, we truly believe, you know, there are good foods and bad foods. And it's a question as a dietitian, I hear all the time, well, you know, is it okay to eat fruit because it has sugar in it? And is it okay to eat carbs even? So I think just sort of realizing that there's nothing inherently bad about any type of food. Those are just messages we've gotten for many, many years. So I think just, you know, realizing, and and I think once you realize There is a difference between just a a healthy lifestyle, a healthy relationship to food, and a diet mentality. You start to sort of see it all over the place, and hopefully taking a step like that can help you start to see that the number on the scale is not the the be-all and end-all. So we do tend to get very caught up in our numbers, and, and there's... You know, only one number that that we feel we can be is the right number for us, let's say. And just really realizing that a healthier relationship to food is not sort of ammunition to make yourself wrong about, as I said earlier, like wanting certain types of foods or even enjoying types of foods. And just sort of starting to break apart the whole cycle, the whole, you know, foods are good and bad and therefore I'm good or bad. You know, if you succumb to temptation here and there, it's definitely not the end of the world. So just, you know, sort of giving yourself a little bit of a break. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. And as as especially women, we negative self-talk. And so I'm glad you brought that up because we say if we've got that diet mentality, oh, I can't believe I just ate that and I'm so mad at myself. And then we berate ourselves much more than we would do that for anybody else. So then how do we get those good resources? When you hear people talk like this, what do you recommend that they do? Because you said, you know, recognize, but people don't always recognize. What are some resources that can help them sort of start that cascade of saying, oh, that's really not bad for me, and fruits are great, and certain carbohydrates are really not bad for me at all. How do you stop that? What are some good resources? Certainly a therapist who's who has some experience with, with dealing with relationship to food. I think registered dietitians tend to be pretty moderate, I will say, and, you know, pretty good at sort of helping people learn to catch that. You know, we're always talking to ourselves, but, you know, do we, do we really notice how much of the negative talk is coming in there? And then just sort of countering that. And, and I think that's just something that takes a little bit of practice. So I think either of those types of professionals can be helpful. And, you know, even just going to your primary care doctor and saying, you know, this is something that I want to change my conversation and and what kind of recommendations, what kind of professionals can they recommend for you? Are you someone who advises your patients to use a journal? Because sometimes that could help with recognizing the foods that we're eating and being able to tell ourselves what we're doing is okay. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think journaling in many different forms is an extremely valuable tool. I think anytime you want to change a habit or, you know, whether it's negative self-talk or just, you know, learn a little bit about your eating and how your body is responding to it, either writing it down or using some sort of tracking app, really just sort of puts a highlight on where you are and that, you know, can help you point out where you want to go as far as steps. But I don't think there's any tool that will make you any more aware of current situation and make you sort of stop and think. And anything that can put, you know, a little bit of time in between the thought of it's time to eat or I'm going to eat something and then, you know, what what am I going to choose gives you a little bit of time to sort of, you know, think about it and, and make a healthier choice, you know, rather than necessarily one based on, on previous diet thinking. Gabrielle, it's great information. What a great topic. And as we wrap up, I'd like you to give your best advice for breaking that cycle as people stop using the word dieting and they stop dieting and use that healthy lifestyle. It's so freeing. I've done it. Everyone in my family has done it. So I know it's a very freeing feeling. Give your best advice as a clinical dietitian on how people can get that feeling and start right now today. Okay. So slow down and relearn how to listen to your body. And your body will give you all the information that you need. So when you're finished a meal, tune into your body. How do you feel? If you feel still hungry, then maybe you can, you're not fully taking care of your body with your meals. If you're feeling like you've overdone it a little bit, not ammunition to beat yourself up, but what can you learn from that? And when you wake up in the morning, you know, how do you feel? What is your body telling you that it needs and what is it going to be comfortable with? So, and realize that we were all born with the ability to really tune in and we had that mind-body connection. It's still there and it's just sort of waiting for us to tune back in. And as you start to slow down and tune down a little bit, I think you will find you will develop a much more comfortable relationship to food and even to your body. Beautifully put. That is great information, Gabrielle. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your expertise in this great topic. That concludes this episode of Christiana Cares podcast series. For more information regarding weight loss programs or to schedule an appointment with weight management team, please call 302-623-3475. Or you can visit christianacare.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Christiana Care podcasts. For more health tips and updates just like these, please follow us on your social channels. I'm Melanie Cole.